Hello and welcome to the High Vibrational Life Podcast. This is Kimberly Kingsley and I'm thrilled to be with you today and share what it means to have a flow personality. We are living in a vibrational world, in a world that's changing so fast that we can no longer cling to aspects of our environment for a sense of security, whether that's a person, a job, a home. We can find comfort in these, but we have to have the resilience and be as dynamic as the world in which we are living. So today I'm going to talk about the aspects of a flow personality. That is, a person who has habituated the ability to be more of a wave and less of a particle. A person who's able to be so in the present moment that you can flow like a river instead of cling to the side. And I have firsthand experience with this from just last week where I decided to put my adventure hat on and I called my adventurous brother and sister-in-law and said, let's go tubing. It's the end of the summer. I wanted to get out in nature and I wanted to be in water. And I live in the desert. I live in Arizona. And so he took me to the Verde River. And in, in the Phoenix metropolitan area, you're, you're not supposed to float down the Verde River because it's where they release water from the dam and it gets really rough. But on this particular day, uh, my brother checked and the water was flowing a little slower. And so he's like, it's going to be totally safe. And it was, it was beautiful and I'm grateful. But something happened. And because not many people float down that river, nature owns it. We saw so much. We saw a bald eagle. We saw red birds, yellow birds. There were uh, there was a brown crane and a white crane that would fly before us and then wait for us and then fly ahead and wait. We ran into some wild horses that were in the water, and there was probably six or seven of them, and it turned out to be fine. We we floated right by them. There was a stampede of cattle just a little ways down. And we that was fine too. We were unaffected. But then we ran into a bull with its calf. And my brother floated on by. I was next. My sister-in-law was way behind me. And as I started to float by, the bull with the calf started walking toward me. And I became paralyzed with fear. My fight or flight systems just kicked right in. The adrenaline started. And I attempted to grab onto a rock because I wasn't even by the shore. I was in the middle of the river. So I grabbed onto a mossy stone and held on for dear life. And I could only do that for so long before my fingers slipped and found another stone that I held on for dear life. And finally... I couldn't hold on to that one. As soon as I realized I was going to slip away from that, I just surrendered and I let go. And just as I let go, the bull and calf ran toward the shore and got out of my way. I was seconds, probably a nanosecond away from running into this bull with giant horns who would have been protecting its baby. I share this story because... In that river, I experienced literally what I teach. And I had to keep reminding myself of that. 
you know, this whirlpool that I'm stuck in right now and all this adrenaline and fear that I have, this is what happens in the real world when a person gets fired or when we go through a divorce. And this fish that almost jumps into my lap is what happens when an unexpected car pulls out in front of you. There are so many changes that we encounter every day in our life. It's almost as if our world is having a chrysalis moment. The caterpillar in us that just like consumed and consumed three times our weight every decade is now hanging up and saying, I can't consume anymore. I can't go in the wrong direction anymore, which is reverse flow. And so I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit tight and wait for everything to dissolve and for these imaginal cells to create and form something new. This is the world that we're living in, and we are a part of that world. So we actually have to go through the same process of transformation that our world is going through if we want to be able to thrive. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't on board, if you weren't already in the midst or actually past the tough part of that transformation. But for all of us, it's as if we're living in perpetual uncertainty. And so the flow personality is the person who has habituated ways of being agile and being more wave than particle in the language of physics. The first attribute of a flow personality, one who is as dynamic as the world in which we are living is energetic responsibility. That is that we take 100% responsibility for our energy at any given time. Growing up, each of us encounters traumas and situations that we're not equipped to cope with. And so the energy of those situations gets locked within our psyches. And once our energy begins to flow, these pockets of energy become dislodged. And the environment, the world, is our biggest gift when it comes to triggering this locked emotion and bringing it to our awareness. The unconscious personality will project that trigger out and blame the situation. But the flow personality does something entirely different. The flow personality takes 100% responsibility for that emotion, that energy in motion. In taking responsibility for our energy, we are able to own it and we are able to feel it and look at it and experience the discomfort of it long enough for at least a piece of that pocket to transmute. That is to become refined enough to be able to flow through our system. And sometimes these pockets are so big that we can only do a little bit at a time. But regardless, once we get to the point in our personal evolution where we take 100% responsibility for our energy and our experience, that is when we start to chip away at these pockets and clear out little by little 
thereby increasing our capacity for flow, which is our high vibrational nature. The second attribute of a flow personality is energy intelligence. That is the ability to interpret and respond to energy flowing within us and outside of us. In many ways, the language of energy is binary. There are two primary categories. Either energy is moving or it's stuck and it's in resistance mode. So the first aspect of becoming energetically intelligent is being able to identify when energy is moving and when we're encountering resistance. Of course, emotion that we experience is energy in motion, so it's moving. So whether it's positive emotion or negative emotion, the fact that it's flowing is a good sign. So this is where emotional intelligence comes in, and we develop the ability to balance expression with containment so that this emotion, regardless of how intense it is, has borders. And the borders are what allow it to move through effectively. If we have a lack of containment, then we tend to explode, which creates cracks in our energetic system. If we are on the other side of that continuum, we have a tendency to suppress, which creates blocks in our energy system. So being able to identify, first of all, if energy is in motion or if it's stuck and if it's in resistance is the first primary step in learning the energy of language. And the second is to be able to become agile like that surfer so that we can navigate this energy. It's interesting because a surfer would never just simply surf into a wall. But so often, we will bang our heads against a wall trying to convince someone of our opinion. Or we will have the same power struggle with the same person over and over again. That same whirlpool sucks us in, and we have a very difficult time getting out. So the person who has a flow personality is developing the ability to navigate away from resistance and just work with whatever quality of energy is being perceived, whether it's being experienced internally or externally. And when we experience low vibrational energy from within, we just shine the light of our awareness on it and allow it to become a little bit more refined. And as it becomes more refined, it flows easier. Think of smaller particles. Our awareness transforms these boulders of locked emotion into smaller particles that are able to simply move through us. And we use the same light of awareness when we are experiencing resistance in our environment. If someone is wanting to be a wall against our flow, we can observe that for a minute, but then we need to flow in a different direction if that light of awareness doesn't melt the wall. The third aspect of a flow personality is self-compassion. Self-compassion is the ability to be with wherever we are and allow it. 
we are so incredibly hard on ourselves. You know, we'll berate ourselves in our head, and then we'll complain about ourselves to our friends. It is so counterproductive. And if you think of yourself in these moments where you're not flowing, where you're stuck, where, you, where you're not able to be resilient, think of yourself like a small, like a baby. If there was a baby, if you had a, a little boy or a little girl who was crying desperately because they were unhappy for some reason, you wouldn't berate them. You would pick them up and you would hold them and you'd rub their back and you would talk sweetly until that baby melted in your arms and was able to breathe again and feel a little bit of peace and feel a little bit of flow. Well, we have these moments. It doesn't matter how proficient we become or how energy intelligent we become. We are human beings and we will always have moments of desperation or sadness or frustration. And we need to hold that energy the way we would hold a baby with compassion. And in doing so, the energy will become a little bit more mobile. And it might take a while. In terms of grief, you know, if if someone loses a, a person that's very dear or a relationship, this will turn into grief, and that grief could last a year or more. So it doesn't matter whether we're encountering something that's difficult for 10 minutes or for an entire year. It's really important that we are compassionate with ourselves so that we can get past it and grow from it and not create more locked emotional energy that has to be dealt with later. And the beauty of self-compassion is that it directly translates to compassion for others. We are able to be compassionate to others in direct proportion to how compassionate we are with ourselves. And in today's world, we really, really need it. We need to be able to look at someone who's being so unreasonable or so mean-spirited with an open heart and say, wow, that person must be in a lot of pain. That person must have received very little compassion because they don't know how to give it to themselves. So self-compassion kind of follows energy intelligence and energy responsibility. And it's the way that we move through difficult times. The fourth attribute of a flow personality is a grateful heart. Those of you that are familiar with the human energy system know that we have seven primary energy centers. The first three are associated with our physical survival and keep us grounded. They're vitally important. And then there's the heart that connects us to the upper three which are more high vibrational in nature and keep us connected to the spirit world. It is being fully human to have all of these energy centers open. And when they are open, the energy can flow through our bodies in a way that is exhilarating. The heart is the portal between the lower three energy centers and the upper three energy centers. 
And it is very common for people to get stuck at the heart level because life can be so painful. And so as a way to cope with the pain, we sometimes close off our heart or shut it down. When we practice gratitude for what is, no matter what it is, we are aligning with the law of flow. Because in the law of flow, everything is feedback. If there is a sheer wall in front of us, we either attempt to carve a path through it, or we go a different direction. No matter what it is we encounter, if we can develop the practice of gratitude, then we can receive the energy through our heart, which will expand that area and connect to the part of us that is naturally high vibrational. Practicing gratitude is the single quickest way to evolve. Simply saying thank you to whatever shows up is a great way to cultivate this practice. The last attribute that I'd like to share today is energy self-respect. Reciprocity is a law of nature. There is not one aspect of nature that doesn't both give and receive. If there were to be a tree that only gave but didn't receive water, didn't receive sunshine, it would die. And so often we will feed our energy into systems that are not reciprocal. With a person who has a flow personality, they are aware when a system that they are in is not nourishing for them. Again, that's an opportunity to say thank you and to look at that system and perhaps pull our energy out of that system. No matter how familiar it is, no matter how ancient it is, there are times when we need to pull our energy out of a non-reciprocal system so that we can reach our full human potential and contribute into this world the way that we are designed to contribute. Giving to a system that is not reciprocal is a form of energy enabling. So what we're doing is preventing the person from connecting to their own source and reaching their own full potential while we divert our precious energy to support them in their dysfunction. So the reason that reciprocity is a law of nature is because that is how all of nature is able to reach its potential. In nature, it's always a win-win. So as flow personalities, we value our energy and we spend it wisely. Thank you so much for listening. And I know that you're on your way to cultivating a flow personality more and more every day. And so am I. So together, we will continue to move forward in creating our lives that flow so that we can contribute to a society and a world that flows. Thanks for connecting with me on my High Vibrational Life Instagram and my personal Instagram, Kimberly underscore Kingsley. Um, if you want to check out my books, you can look at them at KimberlyKingsley.com and I'm so grateful 
to be in communion with you, to be in communication with you. I can feel you, even if we don't talk. So thank you so much for listening, and until next time, be well.